welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we'll be discussing Double Nothing. The first pay-per-view with fans for AEW in a long time, and by golly, did it feel good to see that. I'm your host, Joseph Lasso. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Yo, yo, ho, ho, It's crime time. Uh, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike. We will. That's right, Slab Nuts. We're back live in Daly's place. And I'm going to say, it's the first show back with fans for them. Or, you know, a sold-out cool, fan yeah. for full capacity. It felt like such a bigger deal than WrestleMania, which right. had ten times the amount of people. Right. Like, it like, felt like such a bigger deal. Just the crowd was loud. Oh, my they wanted, God, The crowd dude. wanted to see the matches at this show. <laughs> Holy shit, that was a different energy. I love it. That's why I love it. It did feel like WrestleMania, uh, bigger than WrestleMania, as reports before we go on to AW reports WrestleMania might be a two-night thing since everybody wants it. I mean, but for some talent. reason... But for some reason, WWE's like, no. It doesn't make sense business-wise. <laughs> it's a really stupid idea. Business-wise, it doesn't make sense because you'd have to he- uh, rent that humongous-ass stadium you choose for like three or four nights instead of two or three, which makes a difference. And they would actually have to try to book at least two matches that are money-making. Yep. Whereas they've been able to do one night recently because they mm-hmm. can just throw the name WrestleMania out yeah. there. But with two nights, you actually have to give people something they want to fucking come and see. Which, unfortunately, I think means uh, because they're lazy and refuse to do that, you're going to get Cena, Taker, you're going to just throw out Legend versus whoever. They'll start doing the Saudi shows at WrestleMania. Yep, 100%. But let's talk about AEW Double Nothing. Yeah, let's do that. We're in Daly's place with around 5,500 paying fans, probably. Live <laughs> fans, happy. Live I know. Well, I know before I, I can confirm... Uh, two hours before the show started, there were 350 seats left that weren't bought. Okay. So, and so my guess 5, is... 5,200 were... Well, I mean, that I'm was sure two hours they, before. I'm, I'm sure they well, sold it. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sure just they saying, sold it. Yeah. I'm just saying beforehand, 5,200 yeah. or so were So not, I'm sure they probably sold out yeah, by then. Cool, yeah. Uh, Imagine walking up just to get tickets to the fucking show. Damn. Jesus, dude. We have... Uh, they redid the set. That it's the one entrance. To the old way. The old way. The, the one entrance. Isn't it weird though? I, I'm it so felt used less, to because right? I'm so used to the Titantron being. Hard yeah, to I don't know. Yeah. It felt kind of less. Two, yeah, it was weird. It I was, was weird. Like, that's yeah. I don't know about we that. We have slot machines behind the commentary team. I don't get me wrong. I'm so glad it's not a giant fucking LED screen. Like, thank yeah. Christ, yeah. it's, it's not simple. that. It was that simple. I'm you know? so happy they don't do that. Like, it's yet. simple. They have like a stack of coin, uh, like a of chips, chips, yeah, yeah. a red uh, entrance like, ramp. You know, it's a little like hokey and gimmicky, but it's wrestling. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Like it reminds me a little of WCW. Yeah. Their, their special the entrance Havoc ramps, sets? Spring Stampede, oh, the Bash. You know, yeah. so, Havoc was the greatest set ever, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, we started off with a uh, the buy-in as it Serena Deeb defi- uh, defeating Riho. To, for, retain. to retain the NWA championship uh, went 14 minutes and five seconds. In the sun. I felt yeah. so bad for them. They oh had to be God. uncomfortable as fuck. This was a really good match, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, they brought it. Serena Deeb, such a pro. The crowd was pro Riho. She's monster over with the AW crowd. Yeah. And Serena Deeb realized that and played the subtle heel, mm-hmm. um, which made the match so much better. It's going to make me sad when this generation of workers, the ones who started wrestling around 98 through 2005, it's going to make me really sad when those, that generation retires because they were the last generation that was taught things like that. Mm-hmm. 
and bothered to learn things like that. So once they're all gone... Like, you're going to have one-offs like MJF who yeah. know how to do it. People aren't going to think about using psychology, playing the subtle hill if need be. They're, it's just going to be... Spots. Yeah, it's just going to be high spots. Which, which high spots or super kicks. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It worries me. Like, I still like it now. I'm one of those old guys who's been able to change. I think what they do is amazing still. But I'll be lying if I said I wasn't worried about five, six years from now. Mm-hmm. Will I still be watching the product? Because at that point, it could be just like, okay, this is nothing but gymnastics. Serena had her uh, Riho's leg down there inside her anus. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> she gets the, the tap out. Um, I gave it three and a half. It was a really good uh, match. Uh, again, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't, uh, what do you call it? God, I, I'm terrible with words today. I think I'm having a stroke. They don't mail in their buy-ins. There it is. The matches usually mean something on that, on, yeah. on the buy-in. Whereas you could get Xavier Woods versus Bo Dallas on a fucking kickoff on a fucking WWE pay-per-view, but you never know. Uh, then we also see Matt Hardy before the show going, hey, when we get to the Casino Battle Royal private party, if you help me win, I'll knock 15, I'll knock your... Uh, I'll knock like my commission on your contracts to 15%. From 30 to 15% tonight. It's a big chunk of money. Which made me so happy. These are the little things like in WF 2000 that make the storyline work better because now you understand why they're helping them so much and not going for the title shot themselves. Like, why are you just a lackey and not help? Like, exactly. I'm trying to this get paid, explains yo. it. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it's like any other battle royal that the tag teams come in and then they start feuding, like fighting with each other for like no reason or when you have a giant faction and they come down, but instead of helping each other, to you know, it's like that uh, strategy of let me eliminate everybody, then it's just us. We don't yeah. get that. We don't get why are you not helping? It was great. It was can't complain. Mm-hmm. So commentary team once again. It's Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, and Jr. If he remembers your name, he he bothered to show up at the very end of the countdown or the buy-in. He or, don't do buy-in, brother. He don't do a nice uh, dress either. Like Excalibur and Tony looking professional. You know, it just it's, it just keeps it irritates me a little, but like not. Jr. was like fucking Mimi from Drew Carey show. You you know why it bothers me? I don't think I'm not one of those guys that, that, that thinks the the announcers have to have tuxes and shirts shit on. But if it's going to be relaxed, let all of them be relaxed. Yeah. Or if it's going to be suits, let all of them be in suits. None of this mix match crap. Exactly. That's what bothers me. We, me and Booble made the joke that when Jr. comes out after after the, we thought he was going to come in halfway through this match, but we were thinking he was going to come out wrinkly shirt, which he had, and like his shirt tucked in through the zipper. Which he might as well have been. But it's it just I was saying it bothers bothers me like you Corey that when they do the zoom ins on the commentary you have jacket blue button up for Jr and then jacket and then you get to see like like Big Show comes out for commentary suit Taz didn't but that polo. makes sense he's a manager for Team Taz who were working he had like a button up yeah. or a polo on that one yeah. I can understand even when Cal came out commentary he was just in a blazer yeah. and a nice tucked in shirt yeah it's not hard show that you give a shit. Exactly. But he's looking out for Tony. Or, yeah. quit, or quit showing that you don't give a shit. How about that? Well, just quit showing up. Or when oh, he forgets uh, Everybody's Cassidy's name. name. When he forgets the world champion's name when he's promoing the match right before it starts. But uh, awkward silence. Awkward silence. Excalibur. Kenny Omega. Yeah. Excalibur. Kenny Omega? I don't know how many times Tony just shook his head like, Jesus Christ. I got to be honest. Tony, okay, Tony Schiavone, 
He's not the Tony Schiavone of old. But no. he's not trying to be. No, he's not. He one is bit. aging hipster grandpa yep. announcer yep. who's just here for the ride and getting a, getting a kick out of it. Yep. With that sweet con money. <laughs> right? Uh, so he's not supposed to be, but JR is. All I can say, thank God Excalibur is there. Yeah. Because he's the only one that has a semblance of what's actually fucking happening in this company. Also, the voice of wrestling? Yeah, the voice of I would say this. When, also, first of all, Conrad is the voice of wrestling, to be honest. <laughs> when AEW started, I was a little hesitant on Excalibur because I didn't know who he was. But, like, he is the glue in that fucking team. And that motherfucker, he better have gotten a raise and is getting paid well. Because he not only does Dark and the Dynamite at the pay-per-views. But he's also the guy on the headset feeding everybody lines on every other fucking show. Yep. As Paul he, White has pointed out. He better be making some serious <laughs> money. <laughs> so let's go to our first match of the night for the pay-per-view, the main of the show. What do you guys think of the fact that they don't do an entrance, like an intro video? They do well, that the last di- time they did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, show old Shad Gaspard there. Yeah. The villain one. So, you know, I'm fine, fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Besides this time, it was like, you know what? First live crowd. Let's get to it, man. Let's, Let's go. Get to Let's it. get yeah. to it. Because there was no intro. There's nothing. But, like, see, what I like what AEW does is they do the 30-minute preview on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They do the 30-minute show on TNT the Friday before the show. They're trying to get the sales. They're trying to get all, you know, so they're pumping as much as you can. But, you know, with the other people, WWE, it's, we're WWE. We don't need to sell our shit. Yeah, they don't because they don't do pay-per-view anymore. They just content. Like, so it's like the fact that they're available to buy on pay-per-view means nothing to them because they don't care about it anymore. Yeah. It's a spread over. But this is how the rest of the companies make extra money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty important. Like, up until the second new contract they just signed, which is amazing, um, they were only getting, like, $45 million a year. Right. I mean, that's not bad. No. But it ain't great either from TV revenue. So it's, if it's you can covering your expenses yeah. is what that is. Yeah. So if you can get, and I think I broke it down last time, after the the satellite people get their share and blah 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 and everything else, they make about eighty million a pay per view. So that's eighty extra million. That ain't nothing to scoff at. So they're trying to get people that out there like, yeah, that's almost this pays fucking Cody's show. salary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just the cost of his new outfit. So our first match of the pay-per-view. Did you know he's having a mixed race baby? I've heard. I did not. Yeah. Greatest promo I ever heard. Uh, I was is, not in that focus group. Is Adam? You hear about that? Cody oh. uses focus group for that promo. For, for that like, one promo. For all his promos, he used. Oh, really? Yeah, he says that for all his promos, he uses a focus group to see how it reads. Cool. You, you know, know what? you know how you could also do that using the live crowd and then adjust. He um, he's an odd uh person to look at like you, you would think because he, he loves his dad dearly and, and but it's not his dad that he draws a lot of his shit from mm-hmm. with Dustin. it's it's no, not just trusting it's it's triple h with the grandiose you know i must take a sledgehammer to the king's and apparently throne. it's this week at cena yeah and it's john cena with his jingoistic like americana thing but also the acting classes all that he wants to be like John Cena. He wants to be a movie star. He's already said it. He wants to be a fucking senator. He well, wants to be a movie star. I got this recorded that tattoo. It's a rough sell to right? Hollywood. I don't know what right? to tell you, buddy. Uh, and oof. your political game. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's done something fucking amazing that has never been done before. He's about to have a mixed race. Baby. Oh, geez. oh, my God. Who would have thunk? <laughs> First one ever. Yes. I mean, apparently. The way he's going on about it. 
So our first match tonight is Adam Page defeating Brian Cage. Guys, Battle I don't think you understand. Oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> the magnitude. This is half white, half African American. Together. We're, we're, can we talk about the Battle of the Ages <coughs> as Cage and Page? <laughs> yeah. As Brian Cage does not come out with anybody from Team Taz because uh, Page punked him out saying, what, you can't do this on your own. You can tell. Uh, they they started this dissension like months four ago. months ago, yes. but then stopped it. Because of, uh, I think they were waiting for a live crowd. Yeah. I think so. Plus, yeah. and I, they stopped the dissension because I thought because of Ricky Stark's fracturing the neck. That also, I mean, that also so, may have prolonged it even further, yeah. but they're going along with it now. Now they're going with it again. Which, I mean, I think the end game to me would be Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Jesus. That Feels very much like the uh, the Batista build. Yep. 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 You have the Rock as, as, uh, as people portray uh, Ricky Starks as the Rock. I mean, that's not a... Um, I'm not going to call him anywhere near the Rock's caliber. But of all the people in wrestling, that's probably the most apt mm-hmm. comparison if you want to do it. Uh, this match goes 12 minutes. Uh, crowd is pumped for one Adam Page. As they're chanting cowboy shit, cowboy shit, uh, the entire time. Uh, and in the back, Cody and Tony Khan have to be celebrating because now they're going to get a third chance to completely derail Adam Page. Yep. <laughs> Thank God. We thought our fun was done. They got him over again. We must kill it. I can only imagine Adam Page is still there because the beer is free in Daly's place. Because, <laughs> yeah. my God. Plus, as bad as he's used here, I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. He'd be on main event at best on, on WWE. They'd be like, oh, what's this? Uh, whatever. He's no Dolph Ziggler. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Corey, what did you give it? I gave this match, which uh, Hangman Page rightly won. Yes, he did. Three and three quarter stars. I enjoyed it. It was a good opening match. High um, crowd interaction. Fucking, they were amped to the, to yeah. the gills. I kept thinking they were going to do uh, the Sting and Darby match first because that's what they... Every time Excalibur would uh, promote it in the pre-game, pre-buy and stuff, it's like, at the top of the hour, we might have Sting and Darby out. I'm like, oh, that's opening. Okay. Get Sting out of the way. Okay. Hmm. Sting has to go later. I know he does. But yeah. the way he was saying it, I'm like, oh, that's weird. He's going first. It's because we're also used to WWE doing him in order. Yeah. Here's what you're going to see. Yeah. I know. I enjoyed the match. Um both men look fantastic. Uh, you start the dissension again with Hook and Starks coming out to try to help Brian, but Brian don't want none of their help. I joked about Paige, but seriously, it's time to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. This crowd is proven. They're with this guy. Goddamn do something. TNT for right now? Do you need to have him to go to the... He needs to go main. He, needs yeah, he started that, off man. in the first main event for right. the world title, winning the TNT title. Well, nothing bad. And it would elevate it, would just kind of also feel like, eh, that's not where he should be. No. All right. Our next match for the AEW Tag Team Championships, where this team needs to be first or last, but not in the middle, as the Young Bucks defeating Eddie Kingston and John Moxley for the titles to retain the titles in a 21-minute match. The theme song for Moxley and Kingston is awesome. Yep. I'm torn. I, overall, I want it. Moxley's was an AEW theme I really liked to begin with. Yeah, so I, was I like, did too. Ah. But, I mean, this works. This cr- this team is crazy over. The thing I'm maybe happiest about with full crowds coming back or just crowds, period, is Eddie Kingston getting in front of a live crowd. 
because I think he's going to get the love that he deserves. Hmm. And this was no different. They loved that team. The Bucks again, are back to being what they should always be, which is just the most annoying, condescending, arrogant piece of shit heels that ever walked the face of the earth. Matt doing the Hogan thing. Yeah, Matt, I mean, just... So awesome. You had Hogan, Matt, and then Macho Nick as Nick comes out with a new beard. And because it threw me off because the promos have been showing. It's like from two, three weeks ago, so he, he didn't have the full beard. And then he dyed his hair lighter blonde. And as you said, he started doing the Macho Man pose. And then Corey, Corey's like, I got a Macho Man feeling off his look right now. Because the look and the tights, that was very 90s Macho. But what they were, the front were Rock and Roll Express 80s tights. In the back were rockers with the tiger stripe. Um, and then it says pockets and tights, which I don't know if it's a playoff on it, but has anyone else noticed in like the last four years, Ray Jr. will wear masks where it says mask on the side of it? Yeah. And I always wondered why it says that. Like, does he not know that's what it is? Like, this is the mask. Well, Put it made, on your we, head. We've made that joke before. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I enjoyed this mask too. I'm. It went too long. Yeah, it did. It, 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 did. it ended up uh, being a case of diminishing returns. Like by the five end. minutes too long. I would say so because of the fact that the entire room here was like I had it really high until the diminishing false returns. finishes galore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this probably could have been my personal match of the night if it hadn't done that, um, but instead it did. And the, the Bucks win, which is smart. They're pretty protected with their belts. There's no hot shotting. There's yeah. no. Um, I ended up going four and a quarter. I had it even higher before the diminishing returns. Yeah. I really liked this. The Bucks just go all out too much near falls. They need to just calm it down, go five minutes less, maybe a you know, three or four less near falls that should be the end. And then you're talking a great fucking match. Yeah. Just super. As it was, it was still really good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next match was the Casino Battle Royal for a future AEW World Championship match. As the guy I picked last week, Jungle Boy, eliminates Christian Cage in a 23-and-a-half-minute match. So happy Jungle Boy went over. They are, build, they are building the young guys that they, have a, they see a future in, and this, in that business. This I was mentioned the that first earlier. one of the show. We'll get to the other yeah. couple of later. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this was the first one where the crowd really wanted him to win. And it was smart they went with it. Yep. I... I it's, that song is so over. The oh Tarzan God. Boy is so over. I love the fact that they, every time they do a battle royal, Jungle Boy is always one of the final four, but he always finds a way to avoid elimination, a.k.a. they're fighting on the apron. And once again, AEW might just be them. They love the apron spots at the end of the... Oh, so I mean, that's so does WWE last yeah. decade. It's... I actually wish both would but, go but away I from it. Th- I th- but I think AEW does more memorable yeah. ones it's right now. Lately. Lately, yes. But, um, like, they're fighting on the apron, and then Christian throws him in the post, but he, instead of hitting the post, he jumps around the post and the, then slides in. The most egregious to me was, like, it was, like, a TV battle royal in, like, 2013 or something where Cena and Orton wrestled, like, five minutes on the, <laughs> on the apron to finish the battle royal. Jesus. And it was just like, okay, guys. And, yeah, and it's, those guys aren't doing fancy, complicated spots either. So it's punch, kick, punch, kick, attempted AA. I'm going to RKO you. Spear, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so like, like the, la- the it. last women's battle, Royal Rumble, Nick, Nikki and Oscar, they fought on the yeah. apron. Yeah. Um, this was good. I liked, uh, I liked the um, concept of the Casino Battle Royal. I, it's a, 
Where groups come out? Yeah, where groups come out. It's, it's, it's difficult to find a new way to do a battle royal. After the Royal Rumble, you pretty much figured, um, how else can you change it? Right. <laughs> you know, so. Well, they changed it a little bit this year, too, because normally... Yeah, in music. N- normally, it's the group of five. All, all come at out once. once. But this time, it was This music. year, it was... Which, I, I don't know. What do you guys like? Do you like the all five coming out once, or do you like let them one. all get their own? I like this one. Um, mostly... It probably makes more sense the other way. Yeah. But it's a visual business, and this way each gets their own individual pop or not, depending on who it is. I, do you think they did this year because of the fact of new fans? Let them, since they haven't been in the arena for a year, and yeah, I change, think, I they're think like, you know was, what, let's uh, just get the pop, so let's get everybody. Plus, the rumble became better when every person got his entrance music instead of just the first two. Yeah. I agree. So it's all about recognition and getting people over. Uh, Speaking of getting people over, oh, there was a TBD. The TBD was the Joker, and that was one Phil the Rush, Leo Rush. Who uh, Tony Khan stated is on a handshake deal. Uh, he's contracted to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, but they have a handshake deal that uh, when he's not working New Japan... Anyone's going to work in North America, it'll most likely be AEW. Uh, as they're trying to get a relationship anyway. Yeah. So it works like that. Which is cool. Love the fact that they do handshake deals. So, uh, like everybody in the room liked it. Were you a little disappointed, though? That it wasn't no, a I was actually, or a Danielson? I was actually uh, relieved. Because while I wouldn't mind either one of those guys going there... Hmm. I really want them to focus on young talent that can improve over the years and help them. And Leo Rush is young. He's like 25, 24, something like that. The 23 (laughs) to 25 range, yeah. And it can go. And he fits in with the type of matches that roster likes to have. So I was happy. I was like, good. Like, I wouldn't, I mean, you could still debut Mm -hmm. older dudes. I have no problem with it. They 26. I lied. So 26. Yeah. Ah, cut him. Too old. But, yeah, but Leo Rush is uh, it's a good signing. I was glad to see someone like that. And, you know, they also teased in the match uh, a uh, Christian Matt Hardy stare down. The crowd popped. Uh, then they tried to work together. and then Which tells me that match will be on Dynamite in a couple weeks yep. since the crowd popped. They're not stupid. They pay attention no. to shit like that. So that sets up a theoretical Jungle Boy Kenny Omega match. Two weeks. Two weeks from now on Dynamite. Two weeks on Dynamite, which will be a fucking fantastic match. Yeah. Uh, I like the. I don't know. I like the Casino Battle Royals more than I do any any Battle Royal that AEW does. I like prefer now more than like the ones like they do on. They seem to put more thought into it. They do, and so as uh, the Good Brothers are forearms, forearms, Good Brother forearms, dude. That's uh, that's what every Royal Rumble was for the first twenty I, years. I, I'm liking Just. that more because of the fact of like when they do the tag team Battle Royals, it's each you can still have a chance with both them yep. to be eliminated. Uh, everybody surrounds the ring that's and then goes into the ring. That's like 70s. Like, yeah. that's cool. Like, bring back shit like that. Yeah, no, I, I prefer them. I'm, I mean, I love Royal Rumbles, but I just think they put more thought into these. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like about this one this year is there were too many guys who were in and out just so quick. Um, including bigger names that you thought would get a slightly longer run in it. Uh, Cabana got eliminated pretty quick. Um, Pillman Jr. got after a little bit. How Leo Rush? Leo Who Rush. Who do you think got hurt? 
Somebody a Christian got, and was no, selling really well. Somebody else got like, like maybe you thought their arm or shoulder was hurt. Oh yeah, because they got um, eliminated really early. They were Matt Sedell. Matt Sedell. Matt Sedell. Sedell got hurt because I mean, he was holding limited. it weird, and then the next spot was supposed to be the dragon or the uh, Dricky Dragon, and he just fucking and fell. He fell. Like he shouldn't even try. A lot of people that got eliminated that I thought was pretty quick. I thought that might go longer was uh, ten. Yeah, ten. I thought was going to get a, a decent look here, and he was gone. Hobbs. I thought what even though he was in for a while, he was. <laughs> as we put it, outworking everybody by laying on the outside. As yeah. Commentary at one point was so confused if he was eliminated or not. Yeah, you may be outside a little too long of commentary. Can't remember if you're in or out. Oh, he got eliminated. No, he didn't. That was Ted. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, a masked white guy in a powerhouse Hobbs do not look alike. So that's a little weird. Uh, who, uh, Max Caster. Yeah. That was pretty shocking, but... When he comes out and raps about everybody before the match. Three and a quarter I gave this. Okay. To, but the pop when Jungle Boy wins. Oh, God. Woo! It, it, it's, that, it's that good feeling. You can see it. Like, you can see, like, how like how uh, they feel great that they're wrestling in front of the fans. But, like, just seeing that the entire crowd is singing the song and waving their arms in the air. Oh, Jungle Boy Jack. Jungle yeah. Boy Jack. You know what I liked about this this whole show? Uh, that's the main uh, gripe I have about WWE is throughout the entire show, you can see they're replenishing their coffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Omega and the Bucks and these guys over like crazy right now. But next year, we need other guys over and they're actively doing it. They're getting Jungle Boy, Darby, Orange Cassidy even more, Guevara. Mm-hmm. They're getting them over. And another thing about the pay-per-view overall it didn't mean I was not checking my phone. No. At all. Toward, toward, for some matches, yes. But until, until now, not once did I go to Twitter or go to, you know, any social media website for anything. I was just focused on the pay per view. Give you a strong, if they give you a strong build, uh, a, a night full of matches that have builds, mm-hmm. and you actually have anticipation for said matches and a desire to see them. Then the papers are much more enjoyable. They are. Let's see about this. It's a upcoming. radical concept. Let's see about this match, though. As Cody Rhodes defeats Anthony Agogo in Jesus Christ. In, I think he actually went to say John Cena. No, in ten minutes and fifty-five seconds. I but it was first, George Washington. But first, we have to do the the uh, famous quotes before the match. As then, Captain America, American Dream, Cody Rhodes comes out. All in red, right, and blue. His Titan Tron's changed to red, right, and blue. With the American Nightmare logo in red, right, and blue on yeah. top of that. Against that British scumbag, right? As as my Twitter was all pro a go go. Oh, yeah, no, mine was too, and I'm this I whole, was pro a go go. This whole room was pro a go go. And I love I don't know, it's just it's like one of those weird things because I mean Cody's like whatever the dude in that company. So they kept talking about like his like really good amateur career. I'm like, a motherfucker won a bronze in the Olympics. Cody didn't do that shit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fuck your amateur career, Cody. This was, shit. <laughs> this was, looking back at it, probably as good as it could be. I mean, in probably. Terms of what, Isn't this a go-go's like third match it's overall? Third, it's his third match, yeah. <laughs> they couldn't have a go-go win yeah. after bringing out the American Dream persona for one night only. No. You can't have him win. Which they didn't even, like, talk about. Oh, it was an afterthought to him playing yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena pissing the red, white, and blue. 
Uh, He's been neutralized. <laughs> as far as they cut the promo, Anthony Gogo has been neutralized. <laughs> I do think... <laughs> over now. I do think, thanks to Cody's ego, it went a, a tad too long. Yeah. Um, but... But he did make Agogo look really good in certain places, and Agogo held up his end. Uh, I see promise in Agogo. Um, let's get him away from Cody. Agogo hit like a move, which should be a finisher. It was like an AA, but he tosses them up, but then like grabs them and then throws them down. Well, he also hit a great frog splash, uh, yeah. Yeah. Joe. And uh, we learned something last night on his Twitter. According to a live fan in the arena, all British wrestlers are really adapted at the frog splash. Yep. Which I didn't know until then. Is it so? Uh, I will tell the listeners this now. Apparently. So Cassio, I believe, was in attendance. So he was either in attendance in the crowd or he was at a watch party. Yeah, but he was tweeting out live reactions of somebody yelling this stuff who either isn't a wrestling fan or is really fucking stupid. If you could find the thread, because I retweeted the thread, yeah. read it. it we is were laughing our asses fucking off. Fucking great. He would show me ones during the match, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Apparently, me, a connoisseur of British wrestling, had no idea that all Brits, first day of wrestling school. Yep. Get that frog splash down, son. Yep. Back bump, frog splash. <laughs> In that order. Yeah. So. I was, how was Regal's frog splash? <laughs> this Magnificent. <laughs> this match, like I said, this match went 10.55. Should have went five fifty five longer. How did it, it not go nine minutes eleven seconds? They, fun, they, they missed the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Cody back. I finally got revenge for nine eleven. That's right, bastards. Uh, after those damn Brits bombed us. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to our next match. Oh, at, hold on, I gave it. A, oh yeah, two and a half. half. One and damn. a half. Oh, I guys. gave it one and a half. Ouch. Two and and most half. of that was for a go go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, did you guys know to call you a mixed race baby? I did not. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's gonna craziest yeah. thing in the world, folks. It's amazing. Uh, let's go to our next match: the AEW TNT Championship, uh, as we would call it, a hoss fight, as Miro defeats Land Charger in nine minutes and fifty seconds. I liked it. It, it, was, it was exactly the hoss fight that I yep. was looking forward yep. to. Yep. These two just beat on each other, pounding each other. It. If there's one, well, there's more than one thing. For let me get that straight. But if there's one thing this company needs to get better at, it's finding out what to do with guys when you're waiting to push them. Yep. Because this is what Miro should have been all along, and you had to have been able to come up with something better than best man to Kip Sabian and Gucci pants and uh, it's just, video games. You, it, you weren't ready to push him yet. Okay, cool. But he doesn't have to... Don't give him the creative freedom to be whatever the fuck. Have him be yeah. this just on a cooler. Like on dark. And, and, and we learned he shouldn't have creative freedom. And no, it goes some wrestlers should not. And it goes with Lance Archer, too. Yeah. Like, they have him do a run for a minute with Cody. Cody defeats him. And then, it's a common thing with Cody, as that he defeats the mid-carder. Well, uh... uh the game. But, like, Archer's the same way. Like, the, he, he does his run. He does his run. And then he... Vanishes the back. He goes to dark elevation, all that, and then he gets his push again, and now he's going to go back. Yeah, it's pro wrestling one on one. That Billy Gunn career. I enjoyed the match. I like annual push. uh, I like the fact that Jake took a bump the night before to cause more intrigue to this match. That Miro punches. I thought he was having a stroke in the ring at at one point. He was in that corner and he could not get up. (laughs) He was trying. I was like, is he actually having a stroke? They need to check on him. He's selling it, brother. (laughs) As uh, Jake comes down. Towards the end of the match with the snake, tries to get it out, but Miro punches Snake again, uh, punches Jake, and then yeets, he goes Kobe. 
Yeets the snake bag. <laughs> I wish there was a snake. In but there. then I like the and fact also motherfucker snake. I hope there was a snake in there. Fuck snakes. Uh, <laughs> Fuck I do shit. like the fact though that they the commentary points out that um, Archer had like spinal surgery a couple of years ago. Yeah. So what does Miro do with the accolade? He well, we can't get it on. So he's going fucking knee the back of the spine and puts the accolade on. Smart. Whatever agent came up with that, a smart move. Yep. Brandy Rose. <laughs> I guarantee you it was not Brandy is Rose. It, is, she, is she pregnant? She is. Oh. Yeah. No, she's uh, going to have a mixed race baby with Cody. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Best promo ever. Cody just wants to be like his with dad. A, with dad a tear in Sapphire. my eye. With a tear in my eye. So he's got Brandy. <laughs> God damn it. Maybe Cody was a mixed race baby. Dusty and Sapphire, if you will. Well, uh, what do you give? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, three and a quarter. Good hmm. hoss fight. Nothing to complain about. Exactly what I wanted to see. Yep. And uh, I really think um, they have something with Miro if they don't fuck it up. Revert back to no. arcade game gamer boy wearing Mickey Mouse shirts. <laughs> Are those were like because like usually like nine times out of ten. Wrestlers get over by having their personality turned up. Yep. Maybe high tens. Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a character. He's that one. <laughs> have a character. He's the one. Yeah. <laughs> one out of ten. Uh, our next match, though, is for the AEW Women's World Championship as Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeats Hakuro Shida in 17 minutes and 20 seconds. Okay, culmination. So, yeah, this is the culmination of the first two years. Mm-hmm. This felt right. It felt proper. It was the time. It, it's like, hey, they actually felt the pulse and was like, this is the moment. Yep. Let's not have a screwy finish and have her do it again in two months on Dynamite when it'll mean far less. Yep. Uh, although, throughout the match, they, they swung it to a point where I was kind of hoping she'd have won. Yeah. The producer. I think the room was uh, with you there on that. <laughs> we were tilting. The, the producer came, coming in was Sheeta's retaining, and everyone's like, huh, that's funny. In a good wrestling match, the the thing bar starts to move the other direction. So, in contrast to the Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston, this is a match where they had the right amount of yep. false finishes that actually worked. And two? you were like, holy, it was two or three. And you were like, holy fuck, is she actually going to win? Oh, okay, no. This was done right. Yep. Sometimes less is more. Uh, a lot of current wrestlers in both companies and how all every company need to learn that Less is more. Uh, we were all intrigued. You know who who also was? Tony Schiavone. You know who wasn't? <laughs> Jim, Jim Ross. Looks like Tony's invested in this match. Well, fuck you, Jim. <sighs> the women's division needs a little attention, too, you know. Uh, one cool thing and, uh, is after the match when Britt wins, Tony meets her at the entrance and gives her a big hug. He promised he'd hug her if she won the title. That's so cool, man. Because those it's two are good storytelling. It's, even though she's a heel. Even though she's a heel. It works. It's real. It's that's so good, it, man. Even, but the thing is, even though she's the heel, the storyline is that like he's whoosh yeah. to her. Yeah, friend whipped. He's in the friend, friend zone. He's friend zone whipped. And uh, this was a good. This was a good man, match. It, no, it's, yeah. it's not even that. It's like like his niece, who's an asshole. Yep. Yeah, but he yeah, like supports like, her. He's like the doting. Niece. He's the doting uncle. Hundred percent. I'm so proud of you. And he 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 turns. And the, she's like stepping at somebody's face underneath the hug. He turns the blind eye <laughs> to the fact that she's a total bitch. Right. Hundred percent. Like ah, oh, it's my niece. Like he's one hundred percent. Look how far you've come. I'm so proud of you. He's kicking somebody <laughs> while they're down. It's, it's, it's just that point of you know, 
Well, seems like Tony's invested. You We're should his, be too, dumbass. JR is the pervy uncle looking at her across the room at the Christmas like, dinner. Mm, is, uh, wait, is she blood related? <laughs> yeah, is that blood? How much blood? Sorry, Nick. Hold on, hold on. No, sorry, I forgot. I, I keep forgetting. I went three and a half here. Mm-hmm. Really good match. Uh, props to Karoshita. She yeah. carried this division as the champ. Ooh, she during, looked emotional when she came out, too. Oh, she was ready for crowds. During, the first match? Yeah. Right? Or not first this, match, but like... As champion. As champion, yeah. yes. First match as champion. She, yeah. Her dream was to uh, defend that title in front of a full crowd because she'd Ooh. been, quote-unquote, the pandemic champion. Yep. So, and this probably would have happened earlier if they weren't going to open this up live. Yeah. But I'm glad they waited. Sometimes the wrestlers' dreams deserve to come true. Yeah. Not everyone's. But this one was... Yep. I mean, it didn't affect much. Just let her have a match. Um, Britt... Has improved mm-hmm. a ton. Yes, she has. I will say she's still not the best worker in the division. Nope. Like there were a couple of spots last night where I was like, "That's rough. when she was in control." And I was like, "Ah, it's rough." She's also she's, she's put the time in though. Like she's reckless with her body. Yeah, and she and being so injury prone—that's a bad combination. She's got a little bit of Sabu in her. Like <laughs> I, I won't work. I won't injure you, but I might fucking cripple myself. Right? Don't worry about it. I'm like Jesus Christ, man. You know, good for you know, good for her. You know, one, and, we'll go back to the moment here. Fuck WWE of uh, the idea of the day before on Instagram, they post a picture of Nia Jax. It's, 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 it's a twenty-second clip. Yeah. And it's Nia from Jax what? from Raw in 2016 when yeah. Britt Baker was an enhancement talent for them. And uh, Nia was doing the Goldberg squashes every week. So uh, it's like Nia's been dominant since day one, and yeah. it's like her What's squashing funny, her. And it's like, you guys are so petty. It's not only petty, but it also kind of backfires because it shows, okay, that one person's worked her ass off and improved, and Nia's in the same fucking spot five years worse. later. Yeah. So yeah. who's it really burning here? Yeah. Like, and now I said last night, I'm like, now let's. it'll be interesting to see how the company goes from here because... It feels like the people who are always supposed to have the belts mm-hmm. now have the belts. You have Omega, the, the pe- Bucks, the and people Brit. that you pubbed at the yeah. first promotional uh, event. They they all, were all the ones titles. who yeah. were. These are going to be our guys. Brit's the first woman to be signed. Bucks are the first tag. Omega. Omega's that. Yeah. So now and, it'll be interesting to see because it was interesting because you had the the veterans and everybody that could come in and kind of hold the fort when it was first starting to get Build the, the company over. Yep. yep. Now you've got the guys who were your backbone as the champs. Now the next step is the Jungle Boys and all them who are going to be the next wave. So Very we, interesting. We had the first wave of the night of Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Let's go to our next match as it's for the ta- a tag team match of Darby Allen and Sting defeating Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky in 1230. Once again, another match that gets over the young guy in Darby Allen. He comes out last. Sting yeah. doesn't. Oh, no, yeah. Darby Allen gets the final pop. And I'll put you this way. I've thought this for a couple of weeks with this team that was just thrown together, to mm. be honest, because they didn't have anything to do with them. But talk about bad timing. If you didn't have the Young Bucks doing such a good job as those piece of shit heels, this Page and Sky team. Men is, of the year, as they're calling yeah, them. Yeah. That team's good enough to be the champs and like the number one heel like son of a bitch. Like, yep. They're good at what they do. Commentary does do a good point when they bring up in the match. Oh, Darby Allen's brother is in the in the front row right here. A little here. foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing as one Ethan Page chucks Darby Allen like Bam Bam to Spike Dudley into the crowd onto Darby Allen's brother. That was sick. That was bananas. I. This match was really good, and again, it hid everybody's weaknesses and exposed their strengths. 
they first of all they used Sting perfectly. Yes, they yep. did. You could not come up with a better way to use Sting at this point in his career than this tag match. He does a little bit of offense. He shows some spark. Then he's in the corner pulling a Gibson while uh, old uh, Darby Morton is getting his ass handed to him. Then he gets the hot tag. Sting does some more fun stuff. But then again, he lets Darby have finish it off and get the win because that's the star of the future. Mm-hmm. It was done perfectly. You have a, f- a spot that I like, but they really didn't catch on camera. It Scorpio su- uh, back suplexes uh, Sting on the entrance ramp. And he gets right but up. But Sting gets right back up like Sting would. Gets behind him. And that whole that whole but spot. They, but they didn't. But like, I'm just they saying missed the they contact. missed the, they missed the contact. Yeah, that whole spot that was perfect. Um, we talk about their production leaving a little to be imagined sometimes. Yeah. The production on this and then, then they missed the the thud. However, Sky on the chips, gloating. Sting rises up behind him, stands up behind him. You can tell he's there. Sky with the look of oh shit, he's right behind me, turning around, and then the palm down where he pushes him. Off the chips onto Paige. That was filmed perfectly. Yep. I mean, they nailed it. Was this the match? Uh, was it Scorpio Sky who took the bump where we thought he killed himself on the stairs? Yeah, uh, no, 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 that's, that's the, the next one. That's, that's the, the next, next, next match. match. That's the next one. I can't remember who took uh, the bump. Also, Sting, I guess you should tan if you want to be a main eventer. He's not quite ready for um, that main event spot. Uh, well, this was uh, in the main event, so he's fine. Yeah, that's he's true. fine. But uh, overall, it was great. Uh, Corey, would you give it? I gave this match. Three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. It was a so, perfectly so, fun match. So far, what's your lowest rank? Cody. Cody, Cody at okay. one and a half. Easy. Everything else is three and above. That, yeah. With a couple, with one four and one almost four. Mm-hmm. And then we also have, uh, by the way, in this, uh, two hard camps. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I liked it. I liked it. Do there, stuff different. D- yeah. Uh, our next match, though, is a three-way dance. For the AEW World Heavyweight Boy, Championship. Before you get going on it, I got to be honest. I was not expecting Same. anything out of this fucking no, match. No, for sure. Here. Same I here. was like, I wasn't angry it was happening because I understood it. I was like, all right, you've got a loaded card. Yep. You have a stadium stampede that'll sell. You have Sting Wrestling. This is the card to do a triple threat and just get an Omega title defense in yep. without it being one that really means something. Yep. Boy, well, was I fucking wrong. Kenny Omega defeats Orange Cassidy and Pack in 27 minutes, and good God Almighty, was it a barn burner? And unlike every other match, uh, did not feel like it went too long. No, no. I no. thought they. I th- honestly, they could have went a couple more minutes. In I my was book. just gonna say, I I wasn't even ready for it to be done when it finished. Yeah. I was like, all right, a couple. Which more means it's the perfect time to end the yeah, match. That's yes. what you're right. Um, this they did everything perfectly. They this. I mean, the the, the trope with triple threat matches, no matter what company is inevitably one guy sleeps. Well, yeah. two guys. And they did a good job of mitigating that. It, it happened because it has to happen in triple you, you, They hit it in a good way, though. But they, yeah, and they didn't do it to where it's like five, six fucking minutes. Which it's, not like, it's not like the Battle Royal when we see Hobbs and Christian hang out, you know, but this yeah. one was different. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy not playing the comedy spot until when they need the rest break. Yeah, those were brilliant booking. What he do we do? Out, he started out hot. What do we do with the with the break? Give him the comedy. That's God. He does the two. I'd love to know who uh, agented this match. Two thigh shots Again, and then well, it's probably Omega. To be honest with you, two, two thigh shots and then Pack does a sixty yard kick to the groin. That was awesome. Oh my God, <laughs> that popped the entire room. <laughs> he just dick kicked him as hard as he could. <laughs> like, uh, damn. 
Pac doing a 450 as as Omega and uh, pa, bridging, uh, bridging and like a casting and trying to bridge. Oh, Corey called like, it about 10 seconds before that. I was like, he's not going to do that. That's going to hurt so bad. Oh. Bam. Uh, no, this match was fantastic. So was it Pac who took the Pac spot took to it, the stairs? Uh, it was. Yeah. Um, we thought Pac died. Uh, <laughs> Cassidy does like a Superman punch to Omega who has, because um, Pac has the submission on that. He beat Omega with. Yeah, at co- all out. At all out. Uh, two years ago. With mm-hmm. that move. And then <laughs> callback. Back again. And then they punch him. And then Omega stumbles. And then you hear a big, a big thud. You're like, what the hell is that? He into the rope and, and Pac just falls off him. And hits the he fucking hits the step, step. steps. Jesus, dude. And the crowd was like, uh, you dead, man? Yeah, it wasn't on camera side, so we couldn't see it, but the crowds are like, oh, oh shit. my God. <laughs> I expected to come up. He just had a face full of fucking blood. So it would have been so cool. <laughs> but there were moments that, that that meter were swaying Cassidy. I was hoping. I was like, At some point, we thought Cassidy was going to win that fucking match, yeah. dude. Yeah. The, the spot where, what was it? What move It would have made no hit? sense in the world. What move did he hit? So it's, though, it's after Pac hit his, he did the thing where he ran in, tried the to steal WWE the title. The old WWE troop. Yeah. The old WWE troop, but it was done. It was done so well. It was well. done right this way, because he rushed and came in with urgency. And yeah. was like, fuck. Because, like, and he didn't hit a move, he just covered. Yeah. yeah. Pac hit a top rope Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and I called that one, too. And then, yeah. uh... Cassie runs in all the pay- chucks Puck pa- uh, out of the ring, covers one, two, kicks out. Yep. Oh, such a good false finish. It was so good. Uh, we get the shot of uh, Omega using all the belts to hit everybody. One at a time. Huh? One at a time. I know it was all Pac. It was Every all Every time was Pac. Yeah, it was Pac. <laughs> and then, but then uh, Cassie hits the Superman punch, and then the crowd's like, oh, God, this is it. Uh, but you know the good brothers come on out, interfere. Callus interferes, but I loved. Hold on, I loved when they started using the belts. They think about everything. Yep. They saved the AEW belt for last, of course. Yep. and the commentators didn't give a shit about disrespecting the belt Fuck until it was don't theirs. You, don't you, yeah. damn it, yeah. Don't you dare disrespect that belt, you son of a bitch. I also love, so Callus was on commentary for this match. Oh, I love it. And then when Cassidy was about ready to win, he's like, oh, shit. He threw the headset down and ran to the ring. Yeah. Shit, shit. So good. You can hear the th- headphones headset go yeah. down. Oh. oh. How does one Omega win, though? With a roll-up. With a roll-up. But it was done well. Which is good, because yeah. he doesn't need to hit that finisher every yeah. time. It's that oh. surprise moment of, oh, shit. That I don't even think he hit the one-winged angel in the he match. Didn't. He didn't. He kept trying to the kick, you know, work. I, I like... When wrestlers have other ways to win that aren't just another finish, or they can just win a match. There's a lot of Kenny Omega should be good enough to just roll somebody up. There's a lot of Kenny Omega haters out there right now, but he is fucking killing you. Who it? Yep. And mine, my many <laughs> others, trust me. Is he in North uh, Carolina? No, Jim Cornette. Or Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Yeah. Jim Ross. Well, is, well, it, is, it, is it Randy Orton the heavyweight champion? Yeah, he's well, the greatest champion in the world. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry, the champion. But anyway, he's he's the AEW champ. To say this over uh, over delivered over delivered to me is an understatement. This is my match of the night, mm-hmm. and Same. I gave it four and a half. Yeah, it's very good. Damn, this. Was I good. don't know how honestly these three could have had a better match. I don't know if you, <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't get to a five. No. I don't think. No, this was um, fan. This is so good. Even the inevitable interference. Yeah. was done perfectly at the right time the, and got the right reaction. They got a fuck you Don chant. Yep. Yeah. They're smart. They're, yep. they're doing it smart. Mm. Uh, I know Paige is supposed to win the title at some point. As long as this is hot. I don't know. I'd rush that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. See how many Let more belts you can get. Keep see, building yeah. Paige yeah. to people like, have to, like, motherfucker, we have to see this match. But I'd go so far as to say until Double or Nothing next year. Yeah. Just let Omega go. Yeah. This, is a, this, is, this feels like an important historic yeah. reign. Yes. Yeah. Let it go. Yes. 
Uh, let's go to our main event. It's a stadium stampede match, and if the Inner Circle lost, they would be forced to disband. Mm-hmm. However, the Inner Circle does defeat the pinnacle of Jericho, Hager, Guevara, Santana, Ortiz defeats Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, MJF, Sean Spears, and Warlord, and Ter- <laughs> Tolly Blanchard. He was ready to go just in case. 31 and a half minutes. Uh, first, the... Uh, it did not feel like 31 minutes. Again, no. uh, it, it, it did, did not say no. it's welcome at all. And uh, the inner circle do the... Uh, bu- <laughs> they repel. They repel. They're Cobra. When, when Jericho repelled, I was like, oh, shit. Because he, he, he fell. Went. He fell a lot further. I don't know if you guys noticed uh, Guevara, though. Guevara does the Shawn Michaels pose when he's coming yep. down, slingshotting down. He does the arm. Like, yeah! It was awesome. I did know. I was like, oh, yep. He's, a little, he's reliving his childhood dream. Uh, I enjoyed this match for what it was. It was. No, this was, I thought they did an v- excellent job of perfectly balancing the funny comedy spots mm-hmm. with the actual, this is a feud, and mm-hmm. these want to finish. You it. had the comedy with. Pride and Powerful and uh, FTR. Conan. Conan showing up. Uh, the Them taking the shots my, with each other before. I heard his heart was just chucking bottles at Ortiz. <laughs> uh, I love that. Then you have the seriousness-ish of MJF and Jericho. Oh, that was serious. No, was serious. Jericho mugged him. <laughs> the punches. He hit him with a bat. <laughs> he, hit, he hit a physical assault inside a That's wrestling true. match. He did hit him with a bat, and he did hear the ding. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jericho's hitting dingers. <laughs> we did have the run-ins of the football pl- uh, coaches, Charlie that Strong and well Urban done. Meyer. That, that was like, weird. If you're going to do something, and it made sense to do something, that was well done. That was weird. Uh all that, you know, Jericho wishing them a good luck on the season luck as they go back. Well, they needed it. The, yeah. the Jaguars. Urban yeah. just kept helling him up and like, computer next? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good play. Wham! Uh, you have your, uh, as my joke is, you have the Chicago moment of the Chicago play as uh, uh, Sean Spears is sitting in a dark room with a spotlight on him. I was just waiting for him as he's calling it for Sammy. Warload and Hager fought each other. You know, they did that whole thing. Of they broke uh, everybody up yep. to who they should be feuding with. But, Hater, ev- but every group had a ref with them in case the match ended. Yep. It's like they learned from last year yeah. and improved. And like, it was well done. It was. They, there was the comedy in parts, but also the serious parts. There were some spots you can go, okay, uh, a bit much. The You know, uh, Warlow's spearing uh, Hager through the put-up new wall. Yeah. Um, they can go so many different ways um, from the. I loved the ending. I loved who it came down to. Guevara and Spears were the last in two. The so ring. before we get that, yeah. so uh, apparently people on Twitter were saying that the whole third row was just leaving. Yeah, the was entire a, third section Because was the gone. first half of the match was pre-taped until the point where MJF goes through the window. Yeah. Yep. And then that's where they pick up live for the crowd. And then eventually they all get back to the arena. Sammy Guevara and uh, Spears. Spears get back to the arena. Yeah, like someone took a photo and like it was sold out until the third section. It was like Idiots. starting getting empty. I don't understand the uh, anger. It's like it's still new and I'm still like, seeing you're it. You're still not it's seeing right it. right there. You know they're going to show back up in the arena. You know they're going yeah, to. Yeah, I, you, there, I called it. There like, will be a finish in the arena. And uh, Sammy Guevara. And that crowd fucking exploded. Sammy Guevara is the one dude. that got the pin. Which was, again, so oh. smart booking. Because as I, I told a booble when we were golfing earlier. Oh, booble? Are you really to a go-go? Then I won. Yeah. yeah. He won. Uh, that 
AEW played it smart. Who since day one, Sammy Guevara faced Cody Rhodes in the first match, mm-hmm. trying to get him over. Jungle Boy trying to get him over since day one. Darby Allen. There's your three that you want to get over. Not only that, but in this particular match, they didn't. You're right. They didn't go off of seniority of who's the bigger star, which WWE would do. It would have been Jericho. Yeah, it would have been Jericho. However, the the right call was Gravara all along because who's the guy that called MJF out on his bullshit, voluntarily left the group, came back when it was discovered MJF was a shithead. Gravara's the main guy the whole time. The story concludes so much better when Gravara's the one that gets the pin. Oh, and that crowd wanted it. Yeah. Oh, another star made. God. The inner circle baby faces going forward, which I should. I will say this. They have a billion teams. Yep. And they can go to any of them seemingly to win the yep. titles. Santana and Ortiz. They need them. They need the belts. They need them. That fucking team. You can it's now like do the baby face Ortiz and Santana versus the Young Bucks yeah, now. They finally let them. In the last, like, four or five months, they finally let them be what they were in Impact. Yeah. Which was just ass-kicking son-of-a-bitches who have fucking awesome matches. It's like they were purposely muted for, like, the first year and a half because, let's be honest, they just weren't figured into the tag title picture. Yeah. So they were just doing matches on Dark and helping Jericho. But now it's like, whew. Hell yeah. And then uh, we end the show with the crowd loudly singing Judas. There, while Pyro they, uh, fires. Oh AEW, God. I didn't watch it, but AEW did post a video, the after. Jericho, Jericho cut a promo, promo. Talking about how he can't get the smile off his face and it's so fucking good for fans to be back. I'm going to check that out. Oh, so I can't watch it. Yeah. I hate to see it. No, AEW, not uh, Jericho. No. I hate to see it. <laughs> it's, everybody was so fucking just happy to have a crowd to work it in front of It felt felt fantastic to watch I cannot imagine what it feels like as a performer like that Mm -hmm. to work a match in front of nobody especially when it's supposed to be like a heated like rivalry but you have no energy to feed off of right it'd be like if uh, you took Triple H and Cactus Jack in 2000 put them in like the performance center yeah like it just wouldn't work like okay so I can understand they've got to be fucking thrilled Oh, yeah. Finally. Do, uh, what'd you give it? I gave that match three and a half. So, you know, it's that crazy thing. Uh, before we, uh, what do you guys think WWE's thinking? They just watched a pay per view with a full crowd at 5500. Oh, no. Uh, everybody in WWE um, who was important was tweeting about the A&E biography about yeah. Mick Foley. Well, mm. Somebody was tweeting. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, Overall, fantastic show. It's a fantastic show. It's the best pay-per-view they've done since Revolution 2020. Yeah. So uh, WWE can't do that show. No, they can't. Nope. They can't put on that show. Nope. Kind of like we talked about the Raw main event yeah. uh, from 2000. On where the Monday Night War Stories. They don't have enough people over on WWE even to, yeah, on Warstars to even fight it. Yep. yep. Same here. Yeah. Rules reversed. Yep. They, they may be the smaller company, but the WWE has enough, doesn't have enough over stars to even you try have, to fight you this. Have, um, in the Monday Night War Stories, you have 10 people in the main event that are over. Eleven. Ele- yeah. People come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, here, I, just a, I dare you find three people on the WWE that's roster. That's not Roman. That are including Roman, no Roman's the only one who's close. That are over to to the extent of say Omega, Jericho, or even help Jungle Boy. Yes. I'll, say, I'll, I'll just say Roman. Roman's Roman. the only one who's close, and I don't like that he is not even close. He, yeah, he, Roman's in the dark in the Jungle Boy, if not just below Jungle Boy in that hype level. I look, I look forward to seeing him with a live crowd again. Yeah. 
Not WrestleMania. That's a, yeah, different, that's a different. You can't. Crowd. You can't. That's can't not. A, that's not yeah. um, a WWE crowd. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't uh, count that. So we have all that. Uh, they did announce a couple things. Uh, all Out will be in September. Chicago. 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 And then Full Gear will be in, no- in November in St. Louis. Smart. But, going to wrestling hotbeds. Yep. But also, they did announce somebody who's going to be an, oh. anal- an uh, analytic for AEW and also maybe a... Uh, a coach. He's a coach. coach. He's a coach. And maybe something on Rampage. I don't know. Uh, maybe an He's the analyst. analyst. He's the uh, analyst. Oh, will be? Okay. That's analyst. pretty analytic. But yeah. okay. He's the analyst. And for Rampage and a coach. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry. So, Corey, you brought this up. They are just hemorrhaging legends. Yeah. Blame Randy Orton. <laughs> that's, the meme. that's the they're, meme going around. They're getting rid of uh, big contracts left and right that they don't see are valuable because... But they are. Because... They are, they, the they, right, are, no. they are in the right context. They don't have the yeah. right context for it. Yeah. You're, you're the right. These are important. Uh, he has proven over the last five years to have a very good eye for talent. Talent. For scouting. Yep. And I... Don't kid yourself. That's exactly why Tony Khan signed him. Yep. He said as much. Like, first of all, they're friends. have known each other for a long time. And then when Mark Henry called him and said, you know, I'm available. He said, it didn't take me for two seconds to figure out we, how we, you're going to be a coach. You're going to scout. We'll put you on the uh, rampage. So do what a, I was doing for WWE, but get paid for it? Yeah. Mark, okay. Mark Henry's going to be a GCW shows looking for motherfuckers. Yeah. He's, he's good at it. I mean, Bianca Belair is his most famous one, but he found a lot of them. The, the memes go around. You can blame Randy. Uh, Hardy. Uh, show Christian. and Christian, yes, yeah, so of the four. Uh, it amazes me. You, there is something to be said for loyalty. They, they were loyal to you for twenty years, and in Mark Henry's case, you 96. gave him, you gave him every reason in the world to quit and say, you know what, fuck you guys. Right? They put him in so many terrible, disgusting. Yeah. Depressing, embarrassing situations. Which you can listen to on the Monday Night War they stories. Openly mocked him to his face about how terrible he was and didn't want him. He finally figured it out after a decade. Yep. And then he was okay. And then he, he becomes a really good ambassador for you. Mm-hmm. He does everything you want. He drops the weight. He becomes a great scout. Hey, get out of here. Yeah. <sighs> so we have a <laughs> part of the part of why. Uh, WWF was successful in the territory 80s, killing the territories. It was, I mean, yes, you cannot undervalue Hulk Hogan's contribution or Piper Savage, any of the other guys they brought. But a lot of what made a difference was the behind the scenes guys they took from territories. The guys who worked as agents, the guys who worked in the office, they got the best of the best from everywhere and brought them in. Mm Mm-hmm. And now you're willingly getting rid of these people with tons of experience, cachet, name value, and giving them to the only company that, while they're not competition to you, and honest to God, like, no, I don't think they ever will be. No. But they're the only ones who've come close. Like, the, this generation, like your Darby Allens, he knows the name of Pat Patterson. He's not going to give what Pat Patterson says. But he knows Mark he's going to hear what Mark Henry's going to say. Mm-hmm. That's what he fucking grew up watching. He's going to give a fuck what Mark Henry says. Yep. He's going to care what Big Show says. He's going to care what Jericho says. Billy Gunn. Those are the people that you bring in because you're, you're training this generation. You're not worried about the older generation. Billy Gunn, Mark Henry, and Dean Malenko are your three main coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not bad. All the people on your roster watched them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Mike, at this point, I'm only thinking, who's next? Which, which 
veteran or old guy? Are they, they lose Regal? Are they gonna? Oh my god! If they if I, they lose Regal, <laughs> I know he is boys with Triple H. Yeah, I was gonna say he's but, Triple H's boy, but I mean, if they lose Regal to DW. I mean, <laughs> talk about a talent scout. Oh. Talk about a guy who does everything in NXT. Jesus, he's been the backbone of that thing since Triple H started it. Yep, he he's done every job. Yep, he could easily go to AW and be. Khan's uh, right hand man. Yeah, dude. behind the scenes, they can put him back on commentary where he was excellent. Yep, they could do anything. Yep, like coach, ta- scout. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I hope that's not. I actually, I hope it does happen. To be honest with you, but he deserves better. Yeah, um, I, he's treated pretty well by Triple H, but Vince and his lackeys just—it's going to be interesting. I think Khan uh, said that they're not done close with with hiring people. Uh, both uh, beyond, um, in front of and behind the camera, mm-hmm. because he said, uh, our roster isn't bloated yet. Uh, it's very big, but we have four shows. We try to divvy out the talent, give everybody a chance to get some reps, and we need more names. Um, he's not stupid. He knows that, yeah, Cody says they're not trying to grow the business, and I'm sure him and the Bucks believe that because they think uh, their little fan base is great. Khan's not stupid. Yeah, Con's Con's business, trying man. to grow the business. Con's trying to grow the business. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think he has the best chance of anybody. Let's see if it happens. Um, great show, though. Once again, AEW poll is a great show. Well, as, but hey, we get Charlotte and Rhea in two weeks and for Hell, Hell in a Cell. Cell. Cool, yeah. that's fun. Good thing Charlotte will win them. It does not feel right to but, have a fucking Hell in a Cell pay per view in June. Yeah. Nope. Before we go, let's go to a uh, a moment here. We're gonna do an award show here. That's right. We're gonna do awards here for this mat, uh, the show. So, guys, what was best match? Triple threat. For Triple the threat title. for the title. Yes, for sure. Uh, what was the worst match? Go Cody. go. Uh, go go and Cody. Who is your MVP? This is interesting. This is why I'm curious. People are gonna go. By the way, I'm agreeing with both, so yeah. that's why I didn't say why. I've got mine. So okay. I'm curious what everybody thinks. Go ahead. I'm gonna go Sammy Guevara. He ended the night on top. Uh, the night was clearly built to end with him standing in the ring, victorious. He's clearly who they have plans for next. It's not a bad move. Yeah. As big what as are you. Yeah. I was going to go Guevara as well. See, I have a different one. I was going to say Omega originally, yeah. but Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Mine is either going to be Jungle Boy or you know what? I'll go Darby Allen. There yeah. So there's three. Isn't it refreshing to watch a pay per view where the three young guys actually get elevated and seem important? As opposed to losing again to somebody who's had 15 years and, in the spotlight. And here's the thing. Elevated by winning a big match. Not just looking good in a competitive match you winning. lose. Because at some point, you have to win. Thank you. That's the like, point. Darby is the one of the three who doesn't need a belt. Yeah. Ever. But he does have to win occasionally. It's He can't just lose all the time. WWE loves to tout, oh, you don't have to win to get over. True. You can't get over without winning. But, but there's eventually, a level. you have to fucking win. <laughs> At some point, you have to fucking win. I'm not saying wins and losses matter, but they don't not matter. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't <laughs> just have it. You can't beat the dude like a drum every time he gets to the main guy and then have him beat all the fucking nobodies like, on Dark why, That's man. why our main event is Ricochet and Mustafa Ali for the month straight. Um, <laughs> who is your uh, motive? Cody. Cody, dude. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I, it's Cody. That was straight out of Stanford, fucking Connecticut. That was garbage. Which is why 
you guys can verify this. When he smashed that throne the first night, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, I know you oh, you're it, smashing we, your own goddamn chair, bitch. You I, are Triple H. We were the, we were the same thing of what, yeah, why. There's like, no point. This is full, you're full of shit right now, dude. The game, uh, when I have somebody texting me going, Triple H, uh, <laughs> Cody's trying to make Triple H, huh? I'm like, yeah, since day one. Like, it's just now he's he's decided he wants to be a cocktail of Triple H and John Cena. Yeah, that's not what we need in the business. Is nope. more John Cena and Triple H. Nope. Uh, John H. Uh, uh, my second would be Jr. Uh, oh, yeah. So if, it, if it hadn't been for that horseshit Cody did, it would be Jr. But yeah. at this point, like, I don't know. It's like picking fucking David Flair. Like, of course, Jr. Sucks. It's fucking Jr. He's forty years past his prime. He's openly mocking them for paying him the most money he's ever made to call something he hates. Oh, so, guys, WTF? My WTF is positive. It was mm-hmm. uh, I just said it. A breath of fresh air. Because the people who needed to be elevated were elevated with strong performances, with wins, with validation. The, the little things matter. Uh, one of you brought up Sting came out first, yep. then Derby Allen. Mm-hmm. That matters. Things like that, it's, it's, the, it's the things like that that make the crowd go, oh, he's on the level. Sting doesn't need to be more over. No. Sting is Sting. Yeah. It's now Jungle Boy is going to lose against Omega. Sure, that's fine. He should. He's not ready for that yet. That but, 100%. but this is going to do so much for him. Yep. Even losing. Now, that's where it's okay. Oh, you can get over by not winning. Yeah, that is it's fine. the Omega match where he's going to get more over by not winning. Because mm-hmm. Omega, I guarantee you, Omega is going to bust his ass to give him the fucking match. Well, that'd actually time. be good because Omega, not in the greatest <laughs> shape right now. Yeah, he's a little. <laughs> I mean, did you notice uh, that last night, oh, buddy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Stop looking for the gym. Yeah, the what's last going couple on? Weeks. What's on, Kenny? I mean, that dude has always been in fucking <laughs> shape. Yeah. And and like, he has like a tiny top. You got like a tiny little, little Jericho yeah. body. Yeah, what are you doing? You've been hanging out with Janela? Yeah. What's going on here? Uh, but, my, he'll, but he'll do it. I mean, yeah. he, will, he will kill himself to give yeah. Jungle Boy a yeah. great match. Uh, my motherfucker ties into yours. It's um, not a single person who lost looked bad. No. no. Even a go-go who had, was in technically the worst match of the night. Elevated himself. He looked impressive. Four matches in, what are you going to do? Like, you know. (laughs) For what he can do, he looked fucking impressive. I mean, nope. Yeah, Ambrose took the pin in the Bucks match. Great, which also kind of makes Kingston look stronger. Yep. Everything was done right tonight. Which, again, like, those are the ones where, like, it doesn't matter if Moxie's pinned. He's fucking Teflon. It doesn't make a goddamn difference if he loses that match. He's pinned 18 times in the next year. It It doesn't doesn't fucking matter to John Moxley. They're going to hit Wild Thing, and that crowd's going to lose it. But that's, like, we're like, if Sammy Vergara takes that pin, that fucking hurts. Bad. So. Uh, so. My WTF is the, uh, it's another positive thing. Once again, it's another good pay-per-view by (sighs) AEW that were (sighs) not not butthurt or you know we're not like they've got a winning record how great is it to not be negative and down once you watch a paper you're like oh let's talk about Mania we're like let's fucking talk about fucking double or nothing today yeah Yeah. we're we're great hell in the cell you know like we're we're already dreading a pay-per-view it's like it's it's the fact that AEW does four pay-per-views a year and it gives you four months to be hyped and they pub it all the way wait till next year when we get those four Clash of Champions type specials on TNT I'm okay for that so we have all that. Uh, one short thing is the rumor in the window of uh, New Japan maybe in the works of a partnership, a.k.a. Vince taking over New Japan in a way. That's not going to happen. No? no? Okay. Basically, what, what's really happening is they're just trying to... They're so... Steelers? No, they're so 
consumed with not wanting Daniel Bryan, yep. but not wanting AEW to have Daniel Bryan, Correct. that they're trying to open up a relationship where so Daniel Bryan can work WWE and then have Japan tours. Yeah. Because that's what he wants. Yep. And they do not want AEW to have him. Because uh, he will get that in AEW. He yeah. will get AEW and get to work can, in Japan. Because they know he can go to Japan in AEW. Yep. 100%. Tony Khan will be like, yeah, for, for I don't give a fuck. Go nuts. And then Tony Khan pulling that sweet. I, I love that promo. That fuck, was a great fuck promo. Fuck everybody that does it because of the fact that Triple H, when DX is getting in the Hall of Fame, he calls AEW a pissant company to Billy. Yep. And everyone's like, ooh. But when Tony Khan cuts a promo, like, Hey, uh, Nick Khan, the new guy for WWE, I've been talking with New Japan for a long time. You may be, you're talking to him for months, huh? Well, I just had Rocky Romero, Ren Narita, and Yuji Nagata on my show. There's only one room so. for one con man in wrestling. <laughs> what's Tony Khan? I love that con man. Yep. Uh, and what, great. What, what have you done for two months? Just uh, talk? <laughs> There's only one other bit of news I'm going to hit real quick, because yeah. yeah. I'd explain it to you guys. That would be the new Raw announcer, one Jimmy oh, yeah. Smith. I got texts from you guys about who? So I had to explain to him for the who? fans who don't know. Jimmy Smith um, is an MMA announcer, or was for Bellator. He signed for UFC for one year. Didn't work out because he's not good. Uh, he famously was That's... on the call with Joe Rogan and John Anik when CM Punk had his second fight and spent the whole match shitting on CM Punk for being a professional wrestler. Fucking awesome. Look forward to that on Raw every week, guys. Well, thank you, Nick Khan. Super cool. Super happy that you uh, yep. spent money to... Uh, Shit all over the biggest star you've had in the last 10 years. But yeah, yeah let's, let's bring him in. Let's, let's replace fucking... I forgot his name. Todd Tom Phillips. Phillips. With this fucking ball-headed idiot. Oh, uh, can I just make a, a, a quick plead? I know nobody important in terms of like AEW hierarchy listens to this podcast. It's somehow Stanford does. But, right? But Tony Khan. Tony. Uncle Tony. First of all, great job. Uh, I'm willing to be on the payroll. Yeah. More importantly, I just want to make a quick plea to you. Yeah. You signed Mark Henry for an analyst. Mm-hmm. Big show. Excalibur's killing it. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of talent. Taz is great on yep. dark. So color is good. Yep. Tom Phillips is available. Please, for the love of God, hire him to replace crusty old JR. No offense, JR, you're a legend. Yes, you were great. You're not it anymore. And you actively take away from the show with your not-so-thinly-veiled comments about how much you hate what you're seeing. Right. Now, granted, Tom Phillips was hired straight out of college by WWE. Yeah. So they probably, if, if, if he's going to go anywhere, that, that company would be smart to maybe give him two months of training to not have WWE speak. To un-WWE him? Yes. But then after that, fuck, he cannot be worse than JR. So. Or, just want to point this out, because he only does like one show a month, uh, Todd Grisham. Yes. Who works at DAZN. There are, there are options. There are options. You don't, and you know what? You've been up and running for two years. You've gone through two new contracts with raises. JR did his part. You don't need JR anymore. No, you don't. And if that pisses off Cody, fuck it. Who cares? You don't need Cody You anymore. don't need fucking Cody either. Cody can go back to Stanford. Didn't want to say that out loud, but I mean, because at first he was the heart and soul. He was. You don't need him now. Omega's more than supplanted him. Yep. Putting on better matches, better gimmicks, better angles. Yep. And they gasp. Um, <laughs> you know, you can go to that political thing. Yeah, you, don't, you don't need Cody. Take that I think, the, I think the country is ready for a senator with a mixed race baby. <laughs> <laughs> and for that being said, you can if you didn't l- listen to us live you this week, up. you can go to uh, nosellentainment.com. That's right, nosellentainment.com. You can go to any social media website to follow all of us. 
And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.